Welcome to Conversations on Life, Work, and Love, hosted by coaches Bonnie Blackstone and Ramey Gibbs. Our focus is to give voices to Gen X women and help them achieve a well-lived life. Good afternoon, Ramey. How are you today? Doing all right, Bonnie. How are things going for you? Well, okay. It's Monday, so it's the beginning of a new week, new opportunities, um, new outlook. Yes. And yeah, which, hey, let's just jump right into it because listeners, you know, we say it every week, Ramey and I coach each other every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, both of us last week just had a, well, let's just say a shit week. (laughs) It could have been better. <laughs> it could have been better. We've we've learned some things. We hashed some things out. We've just, you know, life just hits you sometimes. And no matter how many tools you have in your pocket, you, you, you're going to come a, across a, a day where you're just up against the ropes. So we're going to talk That's a little it. bit about that today. And, you know, yeah. it's not just a bitch session or a, a crybaby session where we actually helped each other work through a lot. So that's where we are. So, Ramey, tell us a little bit um, about your week and then let's go from there. You know, so I think we've talked in the past on the show that um, I my husband struggles with some health issues and um really likes alcohol and it keeps calling him back and it causes us challenges because it him drinking even just a little bit at this point really hurts his health and so um he got caught um sneaking and so that every time I end up dealing with that it it the I'm trying to put this in words because you know we kind of did it on Sunday (laughs) um it's it's kind of a um, I guess the challenge is when you have someone in your life that has health issues and they're not doing what they should to help themselves, especially when it's maybe simple, maybe it's just in his case, don't drink, don't mm-hmm. drink. You won't have gout. Okay. You don't have gout. So your feet don't hurt and you feel good. And then you can walk and you can do the things to help yourself otherwise. So it's a, it's a struggle to watch him suffer needlessly, but yet not be able to do anything about it. So I think that's what was hard for me. And again, it's that uh, control and can't control what other people do. The only thing we can do is control ourselves. So that's kind of how my week was. And then yesterday I taught a self-care class which whenever I do this, it's a good smack in the face for me because it makes me realize where I'm failing myself. And mm-hmm. we all do this, you know, we're all works in progress. We, we learn every time we do something. And the trick really is to, as we were just discussing before we came on air is when you learn the things to make sure you're applying it to your life. And so we'll get into spots where we're not doing what we need to do. And we know we're not doing it. But it takes something to remind us to start taking care of ourselves again and doing the right things for ourselves. So, so as I was teaching other people to take care of themselves, I was like, okay, hello, wake up call again. Here we go. (laughs) 
you know, it's it's exactly right. And it does take a wake up call. And when you were talking to me yesterday about your situation, that you used the words layers. There's so many layers to what's yeah. going on. And mm-hmm. it left you in a state of distrust and fear for your future. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm putting words in your mouth, but snowballed to to a yeah. WTH yeah or F whatever we want WTF to say WTF there yeah WTF moment <laughs> no you're right I'm trying to keep the I'm trying to keep the show clean right but... <laughs> W oh yeah what yeah. the yeah. heck okay there we go <laughs> oh, there you go what the heck what the heck darn it and that happens it happens to the the best of us the worst of times happen and it really is another word we use a lot lately is surrender. It's yeah. like, you know what? I and that's where I was this week. A, a lot came up. Similarly, my um daughter, Easton's bio mother, is an addict. I've mentioned that before. And she not only fell off the wagon, but she set that SOB on fire recently mm-hmm. and yeah. just spiraled. Um, so here we are again. Yeah. And it is really a case of, I gotta let it go. Yeah. Let it go because it's affecting everything. It's that snowball. Yeah. Where you're feeling up against the ropes, angry. I'm losing sleep. I'm not taking care of myself. Uh, I'm letting my business lag. lag. It's just, yeah. So what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? So, right. You know, it's, again, we have to go back to ourselves each time and say, okay, look, it's the surrender. I can't control this other person. I can't. And we know you can't. Okay. Audience, you cannot control anyone but yourself. And even sometimes controlling yourself requires surrendering as well, because you sometimes can't do all the things for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but you know, when you get in these circumstances, it always comes back to you. So if you find yourself struggling, you can't blame it on something outside of yourself. So it may be how you're looking at something. Mm -hmm. Can you change your outlook? Can you change your attitude about it? Um, Can you just let it go? So that's kind of starts with that. And then, then the, I think the big review, and I know Bonnie, you've been really working on this too, but what are you doing to take care of yourself? And when I say that, you know, I was talking about the self-care class for me, I, when we do this class, it's a focus on body, mind, spirit, and then ultimately how do you bring more joy into your life? And so body, mind, spirit are kind of consistent across the board for everybody. You're going to pick and choose what things work best for you, but joy is, is independent for everyone. Um, so, you know, I start like in my particular case, I took the, I do the quizzes that that I put together and I'm like, let me do my own self-evaluation again. And I'm like, okay, so I'm failing myself in two areas. Um, one of them is exercise and you know, I do good for a while and then I fall off the wagon and then I do good for a while and I fall off the wagon. I need to, I know what to do, right? So how do you keep yourself focused 
and doing the right things for yourself most of the time. I'm not going to say all the time because we're allowed to have cheat days and happiness days too. Um, but in that same token, sometimes we have to look at long-term happiness and not just in the moment happiness, right? Exactly. Yeah. And as we talked about yesterday, especially as we are getting older, these self-care habits, whether it's mind, body, spirit, or all three together, it's critical that you get it together. Yeah. Yes. You're going to struggle. Um, there's no such thing as a hundred percent balance. You're going to be wonky wheel on one thing or another all the time, mm-hmm. but it is critical to our health, to our well-being. You have to pull it together and you need to stop. You need to breathe. You need to evaluate. Um, it, Rami, it sounds like you literally did that. For that I did. I did that just this morning. I got out. I was telling Rami, I, I have now a self-care journey journal specifically for trying to get myself feeling better. And I have a, a list three quarters of a page long mm-hmm. of stuff that's going on and it is all stress related. Yeah. And the stress is going to kill me and yes. it's me off. It's not right? even my stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and that's what you have to be able to let go of is. then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Some of it probably is, but anyway. um, Yeah. So it is, if you had a disease, you would sure as heck get some care for it. Yeah. When you get into these stressful states, you have to take care of it. And you're the only one who can. And yeah, and that's it. You know, and it's so funny when you, you go to the doctor. So I went to the gynecologist a few weeks ago. And one of the things she says to me is you need to reduce your stress. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Right? <laughs> like, okay, well, that's special. How do you do that? Yeah uh well you know you just have to she has no you idea. are so helpful <laughs> exactly <laughs> right so I didn't we, think of that yeah gee you know gee um and it you know it's just like when they tell you oh you're overweight well what do you do well exercise and eat better okay <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right I mean but nobody really gives you a path to to do these things and so you have to figure it out for yourself um or work with a coach because coaches also will help guide you on how to how to do it and then figure out more importantly a path that's best for you um and so that's kind of what how bonnie and i work with each other but you know we both have done all the homework (laughs) oh and then some yeah and then some so we know that just doesn't mean just because we're human, just like all of you, mm-hmm. that there are times that we look in the mirror and say, hey, and I'm going to cuss Bonnie, so we might have to bleep this, but hey, fucker, what are you doing? Why are you not taking care of yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, it's true. You dumb shit. What are right? you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And it really does come down to you can have the quizzes are great because it gives you a little bit of um, insight, insight, but yeah. you have to do the work once you've got that result. And it's, it's not easy. You have to really drop deep down 
and commit to this process. And God, I can't say that I'm going to get the word tattooed on me somewhere. Surrender. Yeah. You know, and this has been showing up for us over and over, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I think it's, it's hard. Uh, It's really hard to do because you have to let go of control of yourself even, right? You're just, you have to let go control of your life. Um, and accept whatever comes your way while you're still doing the work that you need to do to get to where you want to go. Right. So it's kind of a conundrum in a way. Yeah. And it can seem (laughs) counterintuitive. Right. Well, just surrender and do nothing. I don't think so, but I don't think that's what you mean. It's no. And what are you surrendering to? Yeah. It's, it's listening to a higher, voice and intuition we get these wake up calls for a reason you got um digestive issues you you lose sleep you have headaches muscle aches um stress strain it manifests in a physical way and that's your wake up call to shut up listen to your body yeah what's your body need what does my mind need what do i need to nourish And that's where you start. And there will forever be outside influences trying to, you know, burst that bubble that you're putting around yourself and Mm -hmm. you have no control. That's where surrender comes in. Yeah. You gotta let go. You can't control your husband. It's sad to watch this shit show happen. This train wreck. Right. Um, but you have to find some peace from within. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's even a, a, a deeper level of surrender that I've really been trying to understand. And I think that's kind of where I was going. And, you know, Shannon Jamail talked about it when we had her on the show a while ago. And some a lot of our other guests have kind of mentioned it. Where you come to a point that you have to just let go. You're not... And see, this is where I get a little stuck. You let go of trying to overly control any situation, even yourself to some degree. You just put out there, right? Okay, I am relinquishing control because I can't control all of the things. So like if we're talking about our business, businesses, sometimes you have to put it into the universe right? You universe, you have to help me because I can't do this all by myself. And that's yeah. ultimately what it is. And so, yeah. or, or God, whatever you oh. want to call it. I even kind of think that God and universe work together. Um, depending on yeah. what your belief system is, but yeah. Or is it, or maybe God oversee, if you're a believer in God, then God may oversee the universe. And so together they work that way. Right. Mm-hmm. whatever your belief system may say. So, or yeah. it could be. The, the, the idea being to open up that conduit for. For help. For help. Outside of ourselves. Outside of our help, outside of ourselves. And yeah, at the end of the day, that's, that's all you can do. So let's talk a little bit about after our week and both of us hitting walls and having our sessions our sessions yesterday, we just shared our coaching session yesterday. What are we doing? 
What are you doing going forward to pick yourself back up? Yeah. So in my case, it, there's um, some acceptance that I need to do. Um, and what makes it scary is I may have to just accept the fact that my husband may pass early and that I may be on a journey by myself. And I don't want that, but somehow I have to become okay with that. It, I can't, I have to displace the fear that is associated with that. Um, so that's something to to work on and trying to, um, what I, something I was thinking about, and, and I've been thinking about this for a while, but it's building a life for myself. Um, and this is something that came up in my self-care class yesterday with uh, some of the homework and stuff that we did. And, and, you know, we've talked about this quite a bit too, Bonnie, the whole concept of community and connection. Yes. And I, that's an area of my life that is really lacking. Um, and as the holidays approach, it gets even more disturbing because I'm so tired of spending Thanksgiving and Christmas by myself. My yeah. husband's at work and yeah. I have no family. <laughs> So, I mean, only child parents have passed. There is no family. And yes, I have some friends, but generally speaking, they're not available to me yeah. for the holidays because they have their own families or, you know, their own things to deal with. And so how do I, how do I build that network that's going to fulfill my need, my connection needs, and even the levels of we all need to feel loved and cared for. So I need more of that network and I just don't really have it. Yes. I have people in my life that care about me. I do, but they're not always available when I need them to be available. I guess that's the best way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the one big thing that came out for me that I need to work on, on top of the exercise. So I need to get better at that and commit more to it 30 minutes a day 30 minutes a day that's but it only is a 30 minute walk that's all it has to be yeah mm -hmm. yeah I think that um the sense of community was a big part of our conversation yesterday we yeah. reflected back to our interview with um Teresa DeWitt and she was talking about um our grandmas and happier marriages and you know, it was really interesting. I don't think it was so much that our grandmas had happier marriages or less strife and struggle, but they had neighbors, they had sisters, they had their church community, they had their coffee get togethers, their Avon lady, whatever it was, they had other women in their lives that they could count on. They yeah, could community was much bigger. And, yeah. With. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so by the time they got home and, you know, Billy Bob came off the farm and put his feet up, you know, she's not as mad at him as, anymore because she's worked through this. Right. So in any relationship, you just have to have a group of supportive people in your life that you can share these ups and downs with. And, and yeah. that really takes the sting out of these problematic relationships and even problematic 
life circumstances, like job, sure. anything. You can have these moments of of joy and connection, and still have this struggle or mundane. But it makes it a lot easier, and it we is. don't have that nowadays. No, Many do not. And I think it's gotten even worse since the pandemic. Oh, I yeah. don't know if I mean we just we're also separated and removed, and it's it's I don't know. It's almost even wa- awkward trying to reconnect with people uh yeah we're all so I don't even know how to describe it we've become so socially awkward (laughs) we have I've had these conversations with a lot of people it's like I don't know how to be (laughs) how do you even approach someone anymore like you like feel like you're a robot hi everybody's (laughs) standoffish and yeah yeah well and one thing I found when I was going through maybe you've had this too with with being the spouse of, of an alcoholic, um, when things were bubbling to the surface with my daughter, it's almost like when somebody dies and somebody who hasn't experienced death, doesn't know how to relate to you other than throw a casserole at you. Mm. That's what I experienced with some of my um, friendships, some of my connections, they were like, Oh, that's too much. And they pulled away. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. So two things happened with that was um, I disconnected with them. It was just too much. I don't I don't have the energy to teach you how to be my Behave. friend yeah. through this. Yeah. And another thing that happened was a little bit of a trust factor in sharing that story mm-hmm. in circles because I don't I don't want to cause somebody to run off, <laughs> you know. Well, and, and you don't want to be judged yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we're, we're really busy judging ourselves. We don't need to. Um, <laughs> so I think that's the, like that, the yeah. other element. Yeah. The other element of our circles and the people that we choose to share with, we need to make sure it's non-judgmental because whatever decisions we make for ourselves, they need to be allowed if that makes sense. So, you know, like in my case, someone might say, well, why are you still there? Why don't you leave if it causes all this turmoil? Well, I have very strong reasons that I don't. Um, And so is that person, you know, suddenly going to be like, well, I can't be your friend anymore because I don't like your decisions. Okay. Well, (laughs) then you were never my friend to begin with. Right. Um, Fortunately, I haven't really run into that, but but it could, I've heard of this happening to a lot of people. And you kind of said that happened to you with your daughter to some degree. To a degree, nobody actually came right out and said that, but they pulled away. Yeah. Or there was some judgment attached. Honestly, there was a lot of judgment. There was um, a lot of, I had someone call me a martyr one time, a a close friend call me a martyr in that I was, you know, trying to save my daughter's life or I was, I guess I was talking about it too much for her comfort level. Okay. And I was like a knife in the heart. (laughs) A martyr. I didn't choose this. Yeah. I'm not trying to save my kid's life and also her kid's life. Um, Anyway, it was, it was a a learning thing and, and to a tiny degree, it did cause me to question my codependency, mm-hmm. all those other things, and find some balance in there. Um, 
needless to say, I stopped talking to that friend about my daughter because clearly she was not comprehending the depth of it, you know, and me thinking people who judge a wife or a mother or anyone in that, in this situation, you don't know until you live it. That's it. You don't know your, your kid. My kid was a straight A student in the church choir. Um, good kid, quiet, shy. Yeah. Who saw that coming? Right. You know, it's, same with you know anybody in in some sort of a struggling relationship you don't know you don't know until you're in it until you're in the moment right on a lot and a lot of times I think you know when you're in the depths of something sometimes you put on blinders um and so you miss you miss signs but at the same time you don't know yeah yeah it's it's true And so that circles back to, okay, well, here you are and what is best for you. Yep. And you have your your reasons for staying in, in a relationship Mm -hmm. and now what? Right. And so, so again, in both of our cases, what do we have to do? We have to take care of ourselves take right. care of ourselves and we have to find a supportive community. Like you said yesterday, yep. Thank God, we have each other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. because generally most of us want to be positive and healthy and not be complainers and, you know, waste each other's time commiserating. We like to have some laughs and some good times and share joys, but once in a while, but you got to be able to share the hard times too, because that's where growth is. It is. So, and that's, that's the important to state too, right? Yeah. Growth mindset doesn't just mean uh, growth in um, career ways or financial ways. I see that a lot in the coaching atmosphere. When someone will say a growth mindset, they are talking a lot about, um, personal growth in the business aspect, but it is personal spiritual growth as well. Yeah, absolutely. So when you can surround surround yourself with people who are in that realm, and we've heard this from each other and from other guests too, that's where you're going to get that community. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's important that, especially if you are in the growth mindset where you're growing and developing and working on your self-improvement that you surround yourself with people that are doing the same thing or want to do the same thing, or at least at minimum respect what you're doing. But I'm finding, and we didn't really talk about this, but it's kind of an interesting turn of events. Um, for, I've been trying to build a women's group out here and the first attempt pretty much failed. It failed. <laughs> it didn't pretty much fail. It failed. It was a bomb. It was a bomb. But and I, I think the reason was or is that I was taking too broad of an approach. So mm-hmm. I wasn't focusing in on a specific kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, tickle in my throat, got to drink a little water. Sorry about that. Um, where instead of looking for people that were necessarily in a growth mindset or people that are in the holistic 
industry, um, which Bonnie and I both are. So just picking random people when having a holistic approach to life, a growth approach to life, a self-improvement approach to life, it doesn't appeal to them because a lot of people are fine being how they are. Mm -hmm. Even if we look at them from the outside and go, oh, but honey, (laughs) you're a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. That complacency. Yeah. 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 It's easier to do nothing. And so I think it takes a special person to, to be able to realize one that you, yes, you have challenges. And then two, to say, yes, I want to work on this and I want to be better. Um, and so, and that's it. So now I've kind of come to the realization that those are the people that I need to build this group with. And so Alexis, who we had on the show not too long ago, she and I have talked about this and we're like, okay, so we now have a new focus. We'll really start trying to focus your go with it in January. But in the meantime, I want to start trying to get a buzz going and trying to figure out who the people are that might want to network together and might want to build our wellness community together. Um, Cause it's needed and it doesn't currently exist where we are. So. Yeah. And I think that's a big key, whether it's in business or your, your personal relationships is finding your tribe mm-hmm. and you might have to try a few relationships on before yeah. you settle in. Yeah. And it's, it's okay to be friends with people who aren't in that growth mindset. So yeah, absolutely. Like, like we were saying, they're perfectly fine with that complacency. Yeah. Are they? I don't know, but it's okay. The thing is to, in order to grow, you do have to kind of hit the ground once in a while. You do. That's where the work begins, where the yeah. awareness begins and the surrender begins. Yeah. So yeah. it's where you go from there building yourself up and reaching out to the right people. Yeah. And it's work. We're, we're not going to kid work. you. It's work. Oh, it is. <laughs> Every day it's work to be a better you. And, and that's why a lot of people don't want to do it because it's work. Yeah. Oh, it's hard work. It's hard work. Yeah. I, like I said, I looked at my list this morning and went, holy shit, I have mm-hmm. some work to do. And yeah. how did it get this bad? how did it get this bad? And it got this bad because of lack of awareness of what was really going on. I was grasping all these other directions and not really being centered and authentic. Mm -hmm. And it manifests into just feeling crappy all the time. Well, this isn't normal. I'm not an old lady. Right. (laughs) Stuff to do. A lot of years. So it really was in that. And and then also, you know, the crisis with my daughter, like, oh, here we go again. All right. Yeah. We're doing that again. How are we doing things differently? New approach. Yep. And as what's really cool is as a family, we're all coming to this conclusion. And That's we true. have said, literally, literally in text, because we, we haven't talked to her. We love you. Just be safe. Mm-hmm. please be safe. And it's like, you know, you got to do the blackjack dealer hand thing. Go ahead. Wash your hands. That's, yeah. it. That's it. We love you. Be safe. You have a home, you have a family and I, I can't do this for you. 
yeah it's that whole insanity thing right doing the same um, thing and expecting different results and yeah it's the same thing even for us we watch other people do it but our response also has to change because if we do the same thing over and over hoping to get different results with our addicts we're the ones that are insane so oh god yeah <laughs> oh my god i've been a crazy lady with this girl yeah uh, literally insane yeah ears yelling screaming mad throwing money at it <laughs> it's like all the crazy things and at some point you have to realize that's their choice that's their choice whatever that's it. that motivation is she they have the power to change just like anybody else. I get, I get it. I know there's people out there probably saying, well, what the hell? You don't know. You don't have an addiction. And you're absolutely right. Do I have my vices? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And I get it. It's hard. I can't stay on a diet. I can't. So I, can't I don't either. know how to get off drugs or hardcore alcoholism. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. What I do. But I would like to think that at some point I would say enough's enough. But. Well, and, and I think, you know, there's going to be, no matter what it is, there's starts and stops, no, even just in our lives in general, we like the diet, but you recognize, okay, I can't stay on diet, but I keep trying. I keep trying new things. I keep trying new approaches and you keep trying. Right. And I think that's the difference is when you can say, I want to be different. I want to be better. I want to be different. So let me do the work and nobody's perfect and nobody's not going to screw up we're all going to have our issues but keep trying keep moving forward don't get stuck in the blahs yeah yes they're going to happen you're it's going to happen but don't get stuck there find yeah. a way to pull yourself out and keep doing the work to do better and be better be a better human be a better human whatever that means to you and yeah. I'll be honest, I'll just you know, talk about my daughter for another minute later, but I think that she is doing the best she can. And when I can say that out loud, that helps me get through this with her. Yeah, yeah. She is doing the best she can. And I'm just going to let her. This is her life. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, your children make choices, your family members make choices that yeah. they not approve of, but you, you step aside and you let them live their life. And I hope for the best. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. Can do. yeah. yeah. And protect yourself in the process. And I think that's, yeah, and that's, that's that is hundred percent true. And that's, I think you were talking about that with yeah. what you were conveying with your situation was, okay, this is a potential future um yeah so what are we what are we doing are we going to yeah. sit and fret or are we going to be proactive yep yep yeah yeah mm -hmm. gotta build a circle exactly so where the <laughs> heck are we going with this conversation Rami? <laughs> well and i think in even, the end, go ahead. what I was going to say, even life coaches get the blues and have shitty weeks and we, you do. And, you know, and, and I guess the, the end is, you know, put on your big girl panties or pull on your bootstraps or wherever you're coming from there. And you just have to get it, pull yourself out, shake it off and yes. go back to what, you know, works for you. Mm -hmm. So start again, like in my case, I need to start walking more and I need to figure out how to build this, this tribe that I need. And so yeah. I have focus for that. Um, 
What's your focus, Bonnie? Mine is my health in general. I'm doing a complete yeah. overhaul, exercise and diet for sure. I, I feel like I get a fair amount of movement, but yeah, I need to be doing walking. But for me, it's more in the clean eating, the, yeah. the basics, you know, get some sleep. Yeah, sleep is reduce, so important. Reduce the stress, reduce the stress. Yeah. And what we were talking about, I think off air stress is a, a tricky one because it's easy to say reduce stress. Well, how do you do that? Yeah. If there are things in your life that are causing you stress, are there, can you walk away from them or can you do something to stop it from causing you stress? Um, or can you do things to um, lighten your load? I'm trying to think of how to say this, but so let's say there's things that you can do in your life to help reduce stress that don't get rid of the stressor. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. So what I'm talking about there would be, can you meditate? Can you walk? Can you take a bubble bath? Can you get a massage? Right. These are the things that help reduce stress yes. when you're still in, in stressful mode. Hopefully that's coming out. Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's- it, it is in the, the reaction and in teaching yourself not to react, you know, there's this the chemical thing that happens in your body, the release of, of cortisol mm-hmm. and the, the fight or flight, yep. we are designed that way as human beings to run from predators. And well, your brain doesn't understand the difference between running from a bear versus I'm fighting with my spouse or my finances are crappy or my business isn't, you know, all those things your brain doesn't understand. And it courses all these chemicals through your system. And now your body is trying to recover from that physically. Mm -hmm. And that's why it manifests into these illnesses. So the key is in the movement, the exercising, the meditation, the, the breathing, deep breathing exercise, Mm, breathing. Yeah. Huge gratitude's another big one that can bring your focus away from that negative. And that's yep. where, I, you know, we brought up at the beginning of our conversation where this becomes critical because at some point your body's not going to be able to process that physical reaction to the stress you keep putting it under. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have strokes and heart attacks, yeah. high pressure, Deep cancer, all, cancer. Yeah, all the stuff. Yes. Because it causes inflammation. Your body. Autoimmune. Like, yeah. Cause it's just like, okay, here we go, body. We got to run from this yeah, circumstance. And so, and it's yeah. again, listening to your body and that's where meditation comes in. So helpful yeah. is to, you know, and you know, a lot of people and I'm, Bonnie and I know, I know you've struggled with this too, trying to quiet your mind. And so it's not really about that, but when you want to listen to your body, you ask your body in a quiet mode, in a mode where there's no other distractions what do you need? And you'll be surprised what you end up learning about yourself in those moments. Yeah. And that's, that's the path I'm taking right now. Um, what I've been doing most mornings is I give myself 30 minutes. Like you were talking about your 30 minute walk. Well, I get up and I do 10 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of meditation and 10 minutes of um, stretching or, or yoga. And that gives me a chance to tune in intellectually with the reading Mm -hmm. and the meditation is the spiritual part and the, the yoga or stretching is the body. 
So it's mind, body, spirit, and only 30 minutes. And I go through my day feeling less physically achy Mm -hmm. and less mentally stressed. And I put it to the test because I had a few days where I did not do this Mm -hmm. and I was haywired all day. Nothing went right. Nothing went right. And it was that awareness of I've, that's what I've been lacking is this self-care time. Yeah. All it was 30 minutes. Yeah. And it changed the course of my day. Absolutely. You know, that was something else I realized I had not been doing for the last few weeks is doing the, um, inspirational reading, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I have my fun book and I was, that's all I was reading. So, or I was doing stupid Facebook again, (laughs) which I need to just not do, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, right at the moment, I can't think of the name of the book, but it's another one that Oprah is involved in. So it's about happiness. So, um, for some reason, these happiness modalities keep landing in my lap. So it's obviously a uh, something that I am working on and I'm working on my positive psychology practitioner certification too. So obviously this is where I am meant to go. Um, and this is what we're learning. So it's yeah. good stuff. And mine is in the intuition and that's what keeps popping up for me. Okay. So that's the the holistic path I'm taking is tuning into that body, yeah. mind, spirit, intuition. So that's really interesting. But it really is, isn't it? The universe plops things in your lap just when you need it, but you got to be this, open. To this that. is it. You learn what you need to learn and go teach others. And I think that's what happens. So, yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, well, we felt the need to just share this experience with all of you out there, just so that, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we said, you can have all the tools, all the know-how all the coaches, all the therapists, and you're still going to have these moments, but yeah. What do you do to pull yourself out of it? Because you matter. You're the most important relationship you're ever going to have. And you have yeah. to take care of that, that vessel, that mind you, you have to. Yep. Body and mind. And we cannot forget the spirit because that is our source. And that's our, our vessel supports the source within us. And our source is what also brings us joy. So yeah. all the part, all the things we got to take care of all of us, all the things, all the things. Yeah. yeah. Let that shit go. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this episode's going to have a big E on it, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so speaking of this episode, this is our kickoff for season two. And we really want to put an emphasis on women coming together to build that community of like-minded growth inspired um, women. And so going forward, we'd really just like to invite you to come on board with us and have a chat. If you have a story you want to share, anything, it doesn't have to be purpose, a mission, whatever it might be, a mission, an experience, anything, just come on board because I guarantee you, you have something to share that someone is going to find value with, even if you think it's nothing. Yeah, everyone has something of value to share. And we want to build a virtual community of old ladies leaning against the fence by the mailbox, talking over coffee or, you know, a happy hour wine, whatever you want to call it. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just building that uh, relationship of community and trust so that the rest of life's punches don't hit us so hard. Yeah. So women coming together to help women. It's, yep. it's the goal. Yeah. Yep. And if that resonates with you, it sounds like you reach out to us at conversations on life, work, and love at gmail.com. We also have our Facebook group by the same name. You can message us there. Find us on our websites, where, wherever. Most of you probably know us personally. So just reach out. We'd love to have you and hear your story. Yes, 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 yes. We hope to hear from you and we are looking for people to come on the show. So come share your story with us. We look forward to talking to you. All right. Well, Ramey, I think we bared our souls and we, I don't know, I feel better. Do you? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, everyone go out and have a fabulous week and we will talk to you again next week. Join us every Thursday for more conversations on life, work and love. And when you're ready to find your own voice and your own path towards a well-lived life, we'd love to be your coaches. Reach out to us through our websites. You'll find me, Ramey, at renovatedrealities.com. And you'll find me, Bonnie, at bonnieblackstone.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to review, rate, and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.